Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy K Troll on the mic. Today's Thursday. We are previewing week 14 in the NFL. I am weirdly wearing a Rams jersey. We'll get to that later. But I am joined today in this holiday season by the Walter Hobbs to my buddy. Well, are you going to sing a song or something, or can I just go back to work? A song? Uh, yeah. Anything for you, Dad. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm here with my dad, and we never met, and he wants me to sing him a song. <laughs> and um, I was adopted, but you didn't know I was born. So I'm here now. I found you, Daddy. And guess what? I love you. I love you. I love you. Wow, that was weird. Ethan Gell fan. What's happening, E? Nothing much, man. How are you doing? First of all, yeah, that is quite the uh, throwback of the uh, the Rams jersey. So I bet you yeah. don't wear that one too often. <laughs> you know, I really don't. I really don't. It felt a little gross coming on, but I'll, I've got good reasoning <laughs> for it, I will say. Um, so this is a very obscure, not obscure that it's number 13, because I think that was Kurt Warner. I was going to say, I thought that was a Kurt Warner jersey. <laughs> not a Kurt Warner jersey. This is a... Chris Givens jersey who was drafted by the Rams out of Wake Forest as a wide receiver and played like two seasons for them. He was a burner. He was like a 50 yard touchdown guy. That was all he was good for. Um, I mean, I think he did like kick returns and stuff, but so I got this early on when he was first drafted. I thought it was super cool. And like all my jerseys, uh, not only did the player end up leaving the whole team left <laughs> after I got this one. So now I have a Rams jersey that I can't wear because I hate them for leaving St. Louis. Um, but it's a wake guy, which I support. And it's also in honor of John Wolford, their new starting quarterback, who is also yes. a wake forward again. I wish you had bought like an old school, like Browns jersey, and then they go up and leave to Baltimore. Like, I, I just wish you, like, you had a Houston Oilers jersey, but then they came to Tennessee. So I just Houston wish Oilers jerseys are actually very popular around here. I mean, the Oilers were, I loved that logo. Great, weird color scheme that was like powder blue and brown and like. Reddish. Blue and red. It's like a red. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. Um, so they, can... they have a lot of like Warren, like Warren Moon throwbacks and Earl Campbell. Yeah. Those jerseys are, are really popular here. Warren Moon. I liked Warren Moon. He was good. Uh, he was a bad man. Yeah. So you should really just get every relocated franchise. You could have basically an LA um, Raiders jersey, but then Oakland and Las Vegas. I mean, you got a lot of movement there. One of each. The Rams. Yeah. They're back. Baltimore in. Colts. Yep. St. Louis Cardinals. Well, we're talking football here. We're not going. That to is football. football. They were in oh, St. Louis. Oh, right. Okay, you're right. My bad. You're Way right. back in the day, I just knew your baseball team was the Cardinals. But anyway, we digress. They ain't going nowhere. <laughs> they are not. They are a stalwart there. Um, That's right. But quickly going to Elf. So the best part about it is, you know who directed Elf, right? This is not one of your trivia questions. So you don't have to worry. If you get it wrong, no big deal. Fine. <laughs> Do you know who? No. Uh, so it's John Favreau. You, you, okay. you know you know John Favreau, right? Yeah. So yeah. he has had one of the more hilarious, kind of ridiculous careers. So he's obviously started as an actor. He was in one of my all-time favorite movies, Swingers, opposite yep. Vince Vaughn. Loved him in that. Uh, and then, you know, he's had some bit roles. Nothing, nothing really too big. He was always a good character, but it was never the, you know, the focus of it. Um, but then if you look at his career now, he is probably like one of the, in the nerd community, is probably like the king or the god. Okay. So he creates Elf, 
one of the all-time favorite Christmas movies. Yep. He is the one who basically kicked off the Marvel Cinematic Universe by spearheading Iron Man. You know, he was the director of Iron Man. That's right. That's right. And so, and then, like, again, creates that whole universe. They didn't have their big boys. They didn't have the rights to Spider-Man, Fantastic Four, the whole They didn't have those rights. So they're like, uh, let's go to the bottom of the barrel. Let's go with Iron Man? Because he was not a big character at the time. He so, was not a big character growing up, but he yeah. the movies were so good. Right. And they didn't have X-Men, so... You know, they took a chance and Favreau was the man and, and Nick, he he did it all. He was his creative content. So then he obviously kickstarts that. And then he decides, you know what? I'm going to jump into Star Wars. He creates the Mandalorian and is like kind of creative, like all their new creative content. So literally in like the geek nerd community, he's basically untouchable. The man of everything. He's been in so like you skipped over probably 20 of the all time classic comedies of oh, the yeah. early 2000s generation yeah. you know as well that he was to your point a bit character in but usually was also like a producer or a director or a writer sure had a big part in them that's the only way you can cast yourself in there for like these small roles <laughs> like he basically wrote it and is like i'm gonna be in it i'm gonna be you in know? it true and random stuff you know like the breakup for instance he's in a breakup i feel like he's he's in with a lot of vince vaughn stuff there's a bunch in, of like, vince vaughn stuff. couples retreat he was in that couples retreat yep um I mean, obviously he shows up in nearly all of those. It's kind of like the Rob Schneider to Adam Sandler. Like it's kind of <laughs> just like he shows up in all the movies somehow. Yes, yes. And it, yeah. well, he was in Friends. You remember him in Friends? Yeah, he yeah. was the UFC fighter. <laughs> Try or excuse me, trying to be a UFC fighter. Yeah, he uh, dated Monica, right? Yes, he did date Monica before one Chandler Bing. So yes, <laughs> so yes, quite the career, quite the resume. Uh, but it's just kind of funny that creates one of the most iconic Christmas movies of all time, creates one of the most like sci-fi movies of all time and like just stuff like that. And it's just such a range, such range, John Favreau, such range. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Kudos to John Favreau. Kudos to you for wearing that great Christmas sweater as well. Thanks, man. Looking so, sharp. Trying to be a little festive today since we are kicking yeah. off kind of like the, the Christmas movie swing. So I had to. That's uh, true. So obviously we are doing elf trivia today. Um, so, is it, are you, quick. do you have, Yes. I was going to say real quick about the sweater. So full disclosure, I, this is literally the only Christmas sweater I have. So whenever we ask. go to like, you know, holiday parties around this time of year, this is literally the only thing I have to wear. So especially when it's like families or, you know, neighbors and friends like that, I feel like everyone just knows, oh, here comes the uh, snowflake sweater. Right. Here he is oh. with the sweater again. That's all I got, man. Like the last shirt days. <laughs> you, only had, you only had this shirt apparently and wore it all the time. Yeah. You know, times were tough. That was the only shirt I had. And then I lost it. So it was a lot of shirt days. You ought to make another bobblehead of you in the Christmas the Christmas, Christmas Ethan. Yeah, just Xmas Ethan. There it is. Xmas but, Ethan. So yeah. Uh I don't I don't have a very big wardrobe for Christmas sweaters. Well, Christmas is new to you, to be fair. Ish, newish. Yeah, I mean it's fairly new to you. So you didn't grow up with a bunch of Christmas sweater. Uh, lineage that you would have grown into true it's not like pass me downs or anything like that but it's so funny randomly in our christmas decorations uh we have these two small sweaters like really christmasy sweaters for whatever reason brady is so funny because he will just latch on to random things and just rock the crap out of it so he finds this it's literally like from the 80s i don't know if it was like passed down from kirsten's family or whatever but he just we were you know getting all the decorations out decorating the house and he just put it on and he wore it to school the next day. I'm like, huh, all right, man. He's like, this is okay. Great. It's got little jingle. I mean, it's 
truly the definition of an ugly Christmas sweater. It's tacky. It like reindeer, little jingle bells, and little like nice. And he's just say, "Yep, we're in the school." <laughs> so what are you gonna do? Kids do the darndest things. My yeah. daughter is now wearing like Spider-Man shirts, and we had to buy her a whole set of superhero shirts, but not the girly kind that are all oh, pink yeah. and purple. She won the normal Spider-Man, Flash, Captain yeah. America. Even the OG. Now wears those at school. So. I love it. I love it. OG. What are you gonna man. do? Dude. Yeah. What are you gonna do? So um, let's get to some updates around the NFL, and then we'll get to our picks and pick them update and picks, and then we've got a little trivia break for Elf, and then uh, we'll see what happens after that. We we'll get some run your pool updates as well. Hey. Um, gonna have to continue monitoring on the injury fronts now. Trevor or uh, Jamar. I'm sorry, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Jamar Chase, Trevor Lawrence, one of those guys is hurt. Uh, Lamar Jackson first, sprained PCL is what they're saying. So I've heard anywhere from one to three, two to four weeks. He's going to be out. He's going to yeah. be out for a couple weeks and maybe maybe through your fantasy playoffs, unfortunately. We talked about Tyler Huntley, who should be a totally fine backup if you lost Lamar. Um, but Trevor Lawrence <laughs> is more personal to me. He's got a big toe injury, and big toe. Um, he is – he is reassuring everyone that he will play, but can we just can we just talk about the big toe real quick? Like, how lazy did people get, or scientists, whoever, like came up with anatomy, like pinky toe, like index toe? What what should we got? It's just the big one, the, the big toe. Sure, the big one, that one. Like, would just be like, is there an index toe? Is that called I an know, index? I just toe? kind of made that up. I was just going with yeah, the you made that up. But like, think about it. No other toe besides the pinky has a name. So then, like, pinky toe, weird, whatever. I don't know if there's some etymology to that. But then it's like, hey, this one's just bigger. Let's go. Big toe. Why don't they just That's call this short, stumpy finger? I don't know. We should have called it the thumb toe. Thumb toe. But what else would you call it, you know? Why don't we come up with a name for it today? What? On this podcast. Toe? Let us name the big toe. Let's call it a Chumba Wumba. Chumba Wumba. <laughs> Yep. Trevor Lawrence has a sprained Chumbawamba. <laughs> and he's day-to-day. Questionable. He's day-to-day. Just like the band. They're very day-to-day. He's a sprained Chumbawamba. He's questionable to play. I think he will play. It sounds like he will play. It's a juicy matchup against the Titans. Big I game. really want to see him play. For my fantasy, of course, I don't want him to play in real life because Titans are going to need some dubs here rolling down the stretch. But sure. um, so keep an eye on that. Kenneth Walker didn't practice. Uh, neither did DJ Dallas. <laughs> Homer's there. They've they've elevated Wayne Gallman to their practice squad, and maybe going to make him on the roster. Like they should just call up Seattle Sean Alexander. I bet you Sean Alexander still has something in the tank. He could give him something. I bet he. I bet he does. He's like AP. He's like kind of cut from the same cloth. Like, this guy boxing just, too. AP did get knocked out though. That was not <laughs> that cool. <laughs> Wait, did we agree? Did we research it? Was that against Frank Gore or was this something different? No. You thought it was Le'Veon versus Frank Gore, and it was Le'Veon versus oh, AP. Versus AP. Okay. Frank Gore, I think, backed out. Uh, there it he is. Got, he got COVID or something happened at the end there, or he got injured. Something happened. Like it wasn't. It was. He wasn't being a chump. He just. He couldn't. He, he wasn't being a chump in his celebrity boxing round. No, I think he wanted to fight. It's just like he got injured or something happened where he couldn't do it. And on pretty short notice, AP was like, "Yeah, I'll do it." And I'll, I'll throw some punches. Yeah. Okay. There's there's a punch there's a I was gonna say punchline there's a joke in there with AP and, and being boxing ready but I'm not gonna make it nope, um, but Le'Veon <laughs> Le'Veon knocked him out so good, good times um, so I don't know what to tell you on Seattle's backfield honestly I'd probably try and avoid it at, at all costs I don't okay. I don't want like if Travis Homer is the guy starting who has his own knee issue I don't want that DJ Dallas I, I don't want that there's a chance someone will have a good week but 
can we just talk about like what is the deal with the backfield in Seattle in general? Okay, so flashback to I guess only a year ago, Chris Carson down neck retires. Rashad Penny comes in. All right, he's gonna be great. Two weeks dead, <laughs> like no knees. So then Kenneth Walker down. All the backups down. Like what is happening? Uh, like what is it in about San Francisco Seattle man running back? My God, San Francisco same thing. I guess there's West Coast running backs. I don't know what I don't know what's going on out there. I guess, jeez, it's not good. We should see uh, if it's I, yeah. they come to the east, since you know <laughs> your coast to coast theory. Those three hours are a big difference, so we'll have to see. When we should they see get if that's when they get injured. We should that's see right. if that's when they get injured. We'll Deep see. dive, and it's probably that because way. they're not like stretching and doing knee lifts on the plane like Russ. So yeah, that's my or guess. They, they don't have time to stretch because they're three hours behind. So when they get to the game, they don't have three hours. They lost three hours of time that they could be stretching. Right. And so recovering. While everyone was sleeping, I'm doing leg lifts. Yeah. Oof. Did an hour of leg lifts out there. Uh, great. Good for you. All right. Uh, Joe Mixon still needs to, quote, log a full contact practice. So he has not done that yet. He's a, uh, so he's on concussion protocol. Samaji P. Ryan has been a stud in his absence. You don't care which one of them plays if you have them both. You just know you'll pop in the one that's active. Yep. But um, kind of hoping Joe Mixon sits, honestly, because Samaji has been awesome. He's been a stud. I'd say even potentially even better than Mixon. So we'll see there. Uh, Traylon Burks kinda, is. Uh, Mixon just had like a, just a very blah year. Like, again, I know well, we five kinda, touchdowns in one game. And then. Right, except for that one game. But I mean, besides that, it's kind of like the DK Metcalf, where again, it's not bad but it's not nothing explosive nothing that's just kind of been noteworthy except again take away the five touchdown game uh i just feel like it's just been yeah i i don't know where he ranks in the uh season long running backs i would have guessed before his injury he was probably top six or seven um because of the five touchdown game honestly right but other than that probably on average probably more like a 10 to 12 guy like he was still probably getting it done enough but he wasn't scoring touchdowns earlier. Anyway, true. Um, you don't really care who's playing there. Traylon Burks is feeling better, but still not practicing yet. He's in concussion protocol as well. I'm not expecting to see him this week um, for anyone who may want to start him. Rondale Moore, they're coming out of the bye. The Cardinals are coming out of the bye. He's not practicing yet either. He's got a groin issue. Makes me a little nervous. I picked him up in hopes that I could use him this week because my re- receiving room is pretty thin, and yeah. I don't know if I'm going to be able to. I'm not I'm not sure. Uh, I would like to see him back. Um and Cortland Sutton, I've got him on another team. He's doubtful now. He's got like a hammy issue. Yeah. He was one of the only options you could even consider in Denver. The and then, then it became like not even really that good of an option. So yeah. I don't know. And then Brandon Cook. So may, mostly I just kind of went through my rosters and found all the guys. That <laughs> yeah, I, have I was going to say, I see, a, uh, I see a trend here. But yeah, there's hey. a trend here. I mean, these are honestly, there's not like a ton of major injuries to cover other than like Lamar New, and right. Trevor and. Yeah. You know, mixing. So then I just went through a, a list of people I'm mad at. Uh, Bernie <laughs> Cooks is still angry, I guess. I, I don't know. They need to just, I mean, I, they need to cut him, right? Would be, they should. They just say they know, should cut him. Find a new team. It's fine. Uh, so real quick, Joe Mixon, you ready? I'm going to give you his week by week uh, fantasy point breakdown in our PPR league. So okay. 21.5, 11.3, 6.8, 17.4, 11.8, 16.8, 18.1, 12.9, 56.1, 9.2. Yeah. So again, like yeah, you take that fifty-six point game out, it's just. Meh. But I would say those twelve to eighteens that he was getting almost every week—that's still probably a top six to eight running back. Probably just because again, in this season in particular, so... where there've seen there've been fewer guys that have been like every week studs. Consistent. That's consistent at least. Yeah, at least it's uh, 
a fine consistent. You're not upset. You're bummed a little yeah. bit that it's not more blown out, but it's a fine consistent. Yeah. Whereas Samaji is getting like 25 a week, you know, and you're kind of like, yeah, I like that. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> Give me some of that. So anyway, we'll see what happens there. But that's, uh, that's kind of like the around the league. Anything on your end? How's your team? Uh, Do you have any injuries you want to talk about on your team that you're mad about? I mean, I'm just mad about my team. Uh, yeah. But, but no, I don't. Because my team is either like out for the year or just crap now. So I'm good. <laughs> I've got Kamara and Jonathan I mean, Taylor on a bye this week. And so here's I'm my, like, sad, here's my sad part. So I have Michael Pittman on a bye. So I have to monitor Nico Collins because he's questionable. <laughs> so that's, that's what I'm monitoring right now. Nice. Yeah, he's up for a big game. Big game. Brandon big Cooks game. ain't going to play, so whatever. See? Watch out, Nico. Let's get a Pixie and Pick'em update. Let's do it. I like All it. Right, so Let's do this update. I'm liking look, it. Look at this. Big E coming off a big week. 13 correct picks, tied with Kyle for the most on the week. But Leslie is the one taking the number one spot currently. I yes. dipped. I only had 11 correct picks there. Did not have my best week. Got a little cute. Uh, especially with that Patriots game. That was stupid. Yeah, that was cool. Uh, and then the Raiders, of course, surprising me. So uh, here we are. Here we are. Here we I are. Mean, yeah. in first place. You and I are tied in second. Kyle still in third, fourth, whatever you call it. All in striking. Uh, still anybody's ball ballgame. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's only a three-game difference between first and last. And again, I know it's not that many people, but still, uh, just to be within three is good. So it's, it's wild. Um, yeah, it's just wild. Look at us just like alternating weeks, you know? I know. 60 to 70 is about the same, but 12, 10, 10, 12, 10, 12. 13, 10, 11. Maybe it'll be the opposite this week. We'll see. No, that's not. That's me. Yes. It's going to be me. It's going to be me. Yes. It's going to be me. Let's make some picks. Okay. Thursday night football. Let's go. John <laughs> Wolford and the Rams hosting the Raiders. Who you Man. got? You know I'm going with my Raiders. I've ridden them the past two weeks, and they have not disappointed. Josh Jacobs, stud. Devontae Adams is blowing up with Derek Carr, MVP, leading the way. Uh, again, and the Rams are just such a shit show right now. I mean, they're just so held together by tape. Uh, they signed Baker Mayfield. They claim, they were the only team to claim him off waivers. Interesting move for a team that's going nowhere this year. Uh, like, why? Real quick on him. Like, why do you think the Rams picked him up? I've heard a lot of different theories on this. And are they worried about Stafford long term? Like is Baker gonna be yeah. there long term? So that that's what I'm that's what I'm agreeing with the most, which is there's not certain Stafford's coming back. And if he doesn't, are you, talking you about don't have the year? quarterback of the future on your roster. No, ever. Like oh. gonna retire after this year. I see. And if he doesn't come back, then you don't have your future quarterback on your roster now. And you don't have a first round draft pick coming up. <laughs> so you're like, let's see if Baker can get it, get it done for a little bit, you know, at least for like a year or two or whatever, kind of hold, hold things together. I'd also heard like McVay was super high on Baker pre-draft apparently. And he was like really raving about him. So I think he's kind of kept that sentiment about the guy. Okay. Um, I don't know how much that impacts this, but you get attached to these guys and you probably think like, I, if he were in my system, I could make it work make or whatever. Work. Yeah. Uh, so I think there's some, some love there but yeah I, I don't know man okay i tend to think personally this is especially with those neck injuries and spinal injuries and stuff like that and this is not stafford's right. first go around he All just right. won a super bowl the team is tanking 
I really, I, I can totally see that, that narrative, which is he, he is done with the year and he's like, just going to hang it up. Yeah. I feel like he still has a couple years left, but yeah, as you said, the neck and the, the head injuries are always the, the dicey ones. You never want to mess with those. Uh, yeah. Well, it'd be kind of interesting then if you're saying, so let's just say Stafford's done. Let's just say he hangs it up and Baker then kind of goes into the Jared Goff role that's going on in Detroit where he's kind of like the placeholder right now, you know, it's they haven't committed to him long term. They're not sure. It's like, okay, it shows what you can do. So is that the same kind of thing? You're saying, Baker, see if you can do something. Otherwise, you know, we're gonna be moving on pretty quick. Is that what you're envisioning? Um, although no other team claimed him, pretty crappy situation for Baker to fall into if that's the case, because he's like, Who am I throwing it to? <laughs> well, <laughs> you know, gonna be around Cooper next Cup's year. Done. Yeah, but Alan Robinson, back, done. if you're saying he's gonna be back next year for Stafford. He'll have he'll be throwing to Allen Robinson and Cooper Cup I next mean, year. Yes, but he doesn't get a he doesn't get a fair shake at a tryout this year. Right. <laughs> you know he's like, sure. hey, if you show us something these last five games, you could be our guy next year. He's like, great. Hey, Tutu Atwell and Ben Koronic <laughs> and Van Jefferson. Let's let's huddle up and let's get on the same page about some routes here. Like, I mean, yeah, it's maybe, yeah. I think, I think it is, but I do I do agree. Like, I do think it's a bit of a tryout. It's a bit of a let's see how he meshes with the team. Let's see if he can grasps the offense really well what he brings to the table and you can tell like if the if the quarterback and receivers are, are not connecting you can break that down in film and see what's going on if he's if he's making the, the right reads and he's making good throws and receivers are screwing up because they're young and inexperienced whatever, right they'll see that they can they might feel confident and be like you know what cooper would have made that or robinson might have caught that or whatever so robinson would yeah have, would not have but that's fine he would not have caught it because he sucks but yes. in theory uh, they think he would so I picked the Raiders. Who did yeah, you I'm going with the Raiders. <laughs> yeah, I'm going with the, yeah, I'm going with Baker. I mean the Raiders. I didn't have a Raiders jersey, or I would have worn that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. All right, now we got the battle for New York slash New Jersey. The Jets heading to the Bills. Big AFC matchup. AFC East. It's gonna happen. Yeah, I'm a little surprised. Only five percent are on the Jets. They've been they've been better lately. Yeah, you know, but- Mike White is a slinger. Uh, Von Miller's out for the Bills. Done for the yeah. year. That was a that was a pretty bad hit for them defensively. And so, I mean, this this could turn into a shootout. The Jets' defense is solid too, though. But uh, I'm going to stay with the Bills. Shame on me for going against them last week. Yeah, that was dumb. I guess they're I guess they're as good as I expected them to be. So <laughs> I'm going to stick with the Bills. But uh, I don't I don't feel 95 percent confident like that. <laughs> Fair. Uh, yeah, I too am going with the Bills. Um, kudos to Mike White. I know they lost last week to the Vikings, but they they hung in there. They had a chance. They were on the one yard line under a minute and they blew it. But uh, so I think yeah. it is going to be definitely closer than 95% to 5%, but uh, I'm going to go with <clears throat> Buffalo, especially at home. Yeah. All right. The battle for Ohio, the Browns heading to Cincy to take on the Bengals. Yes. Sean Watson kicked off some of the rust last week. Did not look good at all. Did not look good at all. Got, got that one under his belt though. But who did look good with the Bengals and, you know, going up against the KC team. And now they, as we talked about, won three straight against them. It's pretty impressive. And it's awesome to see them rounding the form. Again, this is the Bengals team we, we were hoping to see all year. They struggled out the gate, but now they've kind of solidified themselves, gotten a little more consistent. And again, as we talked about, they're doing it without Joe Mixon. So the fact that Samaj P. Ryan's been able to step right in really kind of set that offense going. And with Jamar Chase back, I mean, watch out. Bengals, they're going to be getting healthy at the right time. They're hitting the stride at the right time. And this is going to be no different going Cincy. Yeah, I got to go Cincy as well uh, for all the reasons you just said. I think they're as they're getting healthy, time of season kicks in where it's like, all right, time to make that playoff run. Yeah, 
I don't see what we're really made of. This team's dangerous, man. Dangerous once yeah. again. The defense doesn't seem to be quite as good as it was last year, and I don't know why. They seem like they've yeah. got most of their players back. But it's but, fine. I mean, they held the Chiefs to 20 points. I mean, that's that's good, with they, considering what the Chiefs have been doing. Yeah, I suppose. So, I'll be happy with that. All, All right, right. Now we how got about the battle, the no, battle for Texas, right? I'm the lead-in. I'm the battle for Texas, leading you. It's a tough one. Who you got? Cowboys rolling. <laughs> Cowboys. 40 touchdowns. I'd, I'd say two touchdowns apiece for Zeke and Pollard. Uh, yeah. I mean, if they scored 33 unanswered against the Colts in the fourth, what are they going to do to this one? Te- Although I guess the Texans tied the Colts, so that means they're just as good. Uh, but yeah, Cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. Ooh. Battle for the NFC North. The Vikes traveling to the Red Hot Lions. Oh, Who you got? Man. Come on. Oh, man. This is kind of a Another fun. I just feel like the Lions are always a fun matchup whenever they're involved. Uh, it's you know the Jaguars game last week, and I don't know. They're just they're a team that's also kind of hitting their stride. Jameson Williams is back. I know they're they're slowly bringing him in. DeAndre Swift is getting a lot more healthier, and him and, and Jamal Williams is a good backfield. Man, I really want to go Detroit here. I really do. Just also because the Vikings, again, as we just talked about, they could have lost to New York. They looked, you know. It was a battle with the Patriots going back and forth. So the defense is a little bit of a question mark. And again, oh, man. You know what? Screw it. Hometown, let's go. We knew I was going to pick with them. the Lions. Going let's the go. Lions. Let's do it. Man, I, I am like, I was wanting you to keep talking because I'm still on the fence on this one. I really right? am. Because like, I really feel like the Lions can get it done. That's the thing. Like, we shouldn't be on the fence, but we are. And it's a testament to the scrappiness of the Lions. And again, they're so they could win this game or they could lose by 30. That's the thing you just kind of is frustrating about. It's kind of tough, but I don't know. It's just something there's some buzz. I know they're five and seven. I know they've lost a lot of games. They shouldn't have, but the fact they've also been able to stay in games is just, I don't know. There's something about it. There's just something. And that's why I just, I kind of want to just be on that train when it's going. And so that's why I'm, I'm, I'm getting a seat, bought my ticket. I'm with you, man. And this game features two of my absolute favorite NFL players right now. Justin AJ Jefferson. And I'm on around I'm on Ross St. Brown. I love those two, man. I think they are the future of this league. So yeah. I'm with you. Um first of all, I didn't realize I'm on Ross. Like I know they had the hard nice thing about how he's he's kept note of all the receivers drafted before him. I didn't realize it was that long of a list. I only thought it was like seven or six. I didn't realize it was like twenty-two. And there are some bad names on there. There's so, some bad names bad on there. Names. <laughs> yeah, like Diami Brown, who's the one who's kind of famously like... Atwell, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Dudu Atwell. <clears throat> yeah. Nico Collins. Anyway. That's, part of the, that's part of that problem with playing on the West Coast, though, too, is like you don't get the publicity, you know? I mean, it was at USC, it's but... USC, though. You don't get the publicity because the game's drawn at 10 o'clock at night. You know, no one's watching that. And they were mediocre, so... I seriously don't want to pick this one. It's so hard. You want to come back to it? We can come back to it. I already picked mine. You know, I'm I know you took the Lions. I'm inclined to do the same thing. We'll come. Well, actually, yeah. No, you got to pick now because I don't want you to like, oh, well, we only missed on like three. So I'll, I'll go okay. the same. I'm going Lions at home. I'm going okay. Lions at home. Okay. Okay, perfect. So now I get to lead you in to start this one. Jags against your Titans, man. It's a tough one. This is a tough one, man. The Titans are sputtering once again. <laughs> Although at the same time, they're also like just losing to good teams and beating bad teams. So uh trevor's health is going to matter a lot if he's if he's it's a pain tolerance thing and he's like just shoot my chumbawamba up and i'm good to go then i think 
this this game becomes really competitive. If he's hung, if he's like at all less mobile or less able to make some of the throws he makes because he can't plant as well or whatever, then I think the Titans will will probably pull this thing out. Definitely more talent on the Jaguars roster right now, which I hate to say, but I got to go Titans at home. They got to win this game, man. This is one that you got to circle on your counter and say like, okay, we need two or three more. This has got to be one of them. Right. Man, I was, I was actually a little disappointed with the Jags last week. I thought it was going to be really a much more fun matchup Same, against the dude. Lions. Same, And yeah. uh, they just kind of crapped out, and it was at home, too, in Jacksonville. So um, it, prior to last week, I would have had a little – but then the Titans, you know, go and lay an egg against the Eagles. But, again, as you talked about, they lose to the good teams but beat the bad teams. And so this is a bad Jaguars team right now. So I, I too, got to go Tennessee at home. Yeah. I thought the game was in Detroit last week, wasn't it? The, was it in uh, Detroit? Jag team. Oh, it wasn't Detroit. Yeah, yeah. I think it was. All right, we got the Eagles and the Giants, NFC East. What's going on here? As we kind of talked about the past few weeks, the Giants are on that downward trend. And I mean, kudos to them for they, having already they tied the Commanders. They did tie the Commanders. Those wily Commanders. So kudos to them for already having seven wins at this point, but the wheels are starting to get a little rusted just because you can't keep up with all these injuries. You can't keep up with losing these playmakers. So the fact that this is where we're at is, is where they're at. And the Eagles are hitting their stride. They're looking unstoppable. Jalen Hurts, MVP, Eagles on the road. Let's go. Yeah, you know I love Jalen. I'm all in on the Eagles too. Um, I think the Giants, now that they're getting into their divisional games, they're starting to see this is kind of the meat grinder of their schedule. Mm-hmm. It's a tough division, man. Probably the toughest yeah. in football right now. Well, I and think so, I was looking at it. Uh, remaining schedule, they have the second hardest remaining schedule. <laughs> so I'm like a that's winning. That's what I'm saying, man. They could very easily go seven, nine, and one, and people are going to be like, "What happened?" Just be like, yeah. "You just got your wins early. That's all." Yeah, you know, that's all that happens. You I just think beat the teams you should beat. They're just behind the Bears with toughest remaining schedule. <laughs> that's so. that sucks. Yeah. All, all right. right. Wait, is it me? Yeah, you go ahead. Leave me in. I hate this matchup already because these are the two teams I hate to pick every time. I just hate both teams. So I'm just going to go on a tirade just because I hate them both. Screw both of these guys. Um, Steelers, just because Lamar Jackson's out. Steelers, baby. Let's go. Lamar is out. Tyler Huntley, he will sling it, though. Look out. And he was a stud last year in some plays. Like He doesn't just throw it. He can run, too. So uh, this is a little more dangerous than you think. There's There's no one to throw to, you know? Devin DuVernay's kind of falling off. Demarcus Robinson's, I guess, there. Deshaun Jackson's coming out. Whatever. All, all D's. I all the receivers them. are named with a D. You could but, tell me that Steve Smith was back there with Ray Lewis and Ed Reed being on the defense, and I would still hate them. Oh, I hated that team anyway, but I can't. Well, yeah, that's why you hate them. <laughs> that's why I hate them. <laughs> and the fact that Joe Flacco has a Super Bowl. It's oh, also God. Patriots lost to them in the playoffs that year. Uh, anyway, continue. Yeah. I'm going to go Steelers too, but I mean, I don't know. It's, I could absolutely see the Ravens pulling this no, out. I'm don't just, do that you know little, I, uh, I don't know. You love the Steelers. You love Kenny I'm on Pickett. the Steelers right now. You love Kenny Pickett, so don't give me the I'm on the Steelers right now, so I'm going to stay with them. Steelers. Uh, Chiefs, moving on. <laughs> moving on. Yeah, Chiefs, Broncos, woof. God. Uh, ooh, so this is an intriguing one. Uh, I'll leave, I'll let you start. So Tampa at San Fran, man, this is tough. I know I don't know why it's sixty eight to thirty two right now with San Fran, just because. I mean, I guess I do backup quarterback, right? Bucks have looked terrible, but anyway, who you got here? 
I was about to say more playmakers on Sam Fran, but that's not even true, honestly. These teams are both loaded on offense and defense. Yeah. These are two really talented teams. It's just one of them has executed better than the other. Um it's 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 I gotta tell you, it's hard for me to pick it is Brock Purdy to beat Tom Brady. <laughs> it just doesn't doesn't reconcile my brain. But at now, the that same point, said, we've said that all year. And think of yes. who beat Tom Brady. Was it Trubisky at the time? I think it was Trubisky and Pickett both beat Tom Brady. They were both in that game. Like freaking PJ Walker beat Tom Brady. So I don't think we can use that anymore. I get what you're saying because I'm the exact same way. Just like yeah. we said, oh, there's no way Tom Brady's going to lose three games in a row. They did that. There's no way he's going to lose. Like, And they've done that. They've found ways to lose. They found ways to look crappy. They shouldn't have won last week. That was ridiculous. So anyway, sorry. It's your pick. Go ahead. They should not have. And so if this were Jimmy G, I would go Sam Fran all day and just be like, the team's just better. They're just they're playing all levels of the game better. Um, the Brock Purdy thing makes me nervous. I know he looked good. Once you get a week to check out some tape, which he doesn't have a lot of tape, but once you get a week of tape on him, <laughs> he is still a rookie and a seventh rounder at that. And um, that makes me nervous, obviously. Can he get the ball into the hands of the playmakers? He, yeah. He's good at the dump offs. That's helpful. And that'll that'll I mean, I think McCaffrey will will crush the Bucks in the dump off game. Um, I'm going to go Buccaneers. Brady heading back to the Bay Area. Sentimental win for him. Damn it. I was hoping you weren't going to go with the Bucks because the one thing I was just thinking is the one thing that the Bucks have right now is that the defense is playing pretty well. I mean, granted, they're playing against the Saints and the Niners, even when Jimmy G was in there, was had some weird offensive games where they couldn't get it going. You know, I guess they beat that same Saints team 13 to nothing. So, yeah. damn it, I was hoping you were going to pick the Niners because I was going to go with kind of like the upset here and pick the Bucks. Uh, so I, I can't change it now just because you picked the Bucks. So, um, yeah, I think but, it, just the wild card, you know, the wild card of, of Purdy, honestly. And this is where I'm just off. bummed because, like, I want the 49ers to be good. I want them to, like, they're finally, like, putting it all together because, once again, they started off slow, uh, a team with good hype, good pieces, and then they lose two quarterbacks now. When this was like it looked like a team that was dressed for success to make it to a Super Bowl, so it's tough. It's what tough I tell you about CMC and Baker Mayfield, what I tell you, <laughs> if he doesn't go to the Niners, you know why. <laughs> uh, Kyle Shanahan said he they were happy with Brock, so that was why. That was why. Yeah, of course you're happy with the last pick in the NFL draft, uh, not the first it. pick in the NFL draft from five years ago. <laughs> <laughs> no, sure. did you see that? Uh, I sent you that. Uh, <laughs> there's a great meme out there of Dwight from the office he's like at a christmas party or something i forget and um oh i think it was like the guys were on like a retreat or something and then angela showed up and he's kind of like yeah. oh. <laughs> like cmc, CMC. Like, baker CMC going to san fran then cmc when when baker oh. uh, it may be good he's like oh no <laughs> get, get out of here uh he actually says an expletive but we won't say that yes <laughs> we will not say that children's program okay yeah. children's that's kind of boring how about the panthers <laughs> taking on the seahawks in seattle Man, got to keep riding that Seahawks train, even though they don't have a running back to stand on. Uh, Seahawks, you know, just keeps proving people wrong. And I'm very uh, upset with myself. You know, after week one, I was playing Ricky in our league. And we had a great matchup, great matchup from week one. And uh, the bet was if I lost, I would have to pick up Geno Smith. And if he lost, I don't remember, or he would have to pick up Geno Smith. (laughs) And so I lost and I picked up Geno Smith. I I honored the bet. And then like a week or two later, I dropped him. I am. I have a lot of like three days later. I'm pretty Uh, sure it was like before he was playing. He was on there for a week at least. 
Um, but yeah, so now I have egg on my face because Gino would is actually doing better than my starting quarterback right now. So yeah, shame on you. Shame on me. So I'm not making that yeah. mistake again. Going to Seattle. I'm taking the Seahawks as well. Um, again, not much faith in that Panthers offense. I hope Deontay Foreman, who's a little banged up, plays because I think he's he's a stud in the backfield and Seattle's run defense is pretty terrible. So that could keep it competitive. Wouldn't be stunned if Carolina wins this game, but I'm going to go Seahawks as well. Okay. All right. All right. Now we got the Dolphins versus the Chargers. Potential Sunday night football. At one point. This is interesting, man. Saying Cross Sean country. Payton. Yeah, you know how I feel about that. You and your cross country. Okay. Me and cross got? country. Uh, I'm liking the Dolphins, man. I'm still on that the Tua train. I'm still on. Tyreek is such a freak, man. I love that dude. Um, I don't know what they were doing in the running game last week against the Niners, but they could not get it going. I think they will get it going against the Chargers here. Chargers still banged up in the receiving room in particular. I don't think Mike Williams is going to play. Keenan's back and looking great. Mm-hmm. Um, Joshua Palmer is kind of falling off the map. And DeAndre Carter a little bit as well. So, I don't know. There's something just weird about this Chargers team to me. I have trouble picking them. I I, I completely agree with everything you're saying. Um, but for whatever reason, and that's and that's why I just feel like they could also pull out a game like this. I think this is also where Brandon Staley is fighting for his life because, I mean, I, I know this is on a – I was listening to some radio show and they were talking about maybe Sean Payton's going to be coming in next year to steal that job away from him because, shoot, the Chargers would jump at that chance to get Sean Payton. Yeah. Uh, so I don't know, man. I'm gonna go Chargers here. I don't know why. I don't have a good reason. Only just because the Dolphins. I just feel like could sometimes just throw a stinker out there, and I they think can it could be that stinker. Um, they can, yeah. I don't think you're crazy to pick the Chargers. I just, uh, I don't know. Because I again, faith in the Dolphins. if they if they need if they want to make the playoffs if he wants to keep his job i know it's only his second year but you can't do this two years in a row with the team you have and i know they've been banged up a little bit but yeah you're right though and it's not it's not it's not just that he hasn't completely gotten it done number one it's because he has so much talent and he's got justin herbert who's like a generational quarterback for them but also number two like it's the way they're losing a lot of these games he's making weird calls weird calls he's he was like Big time on the data analytics train his first season Going and made it. some weird calls that, that didn't work out. And so the NFL is like, oh, see, we told you that data's crap. And you're like, probably was the right call, but it didn't right. work. And so now he looks like a moron, you know. And so because he's, he's kind of like uh, unconventional in that way, I think he's taking a lot of heat for the losses. And you need to as a coach, you're making the call. Do you go for it? Do you not go for it? Do you punt it? Do you not punt it? Field goal, touchdown. What do you what do you do? So. If it doesn't work, you got to own up to that too. So I, I agree. He's fighting for his job. I just don't know that it matters, honestly. <laughs> I think Mike McDaniel, on the other hand, is like crushing it in his new job. And I like that. He, it doesn't sound like we're talking. He's crushing his new job right now. He's doing really well at his new job. He, he did excellent. Uh, he was collating those copies really well. He's on the partner track in a few years. You know. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You see, you got the charges here. Exactly. All right. Monday night football. We got the Pats and the Cardinals. Gross. Who you got? I don't know. Um, I, the only saving grace is that the Cardinals do not have a great defense right now, and they're just – yeah. I'm going to go Patriots. This is, I guess, the homer pick, uh, only because the Cardinals are just as inept as they are. But I'd like to think that if it comes down to coaching, you would hope that Bill Belichick can out-coach one Cliff Kingsbury. So I'm just going to give the coaching edge here. There's an absolute coaching edge to Bill Belichick over Cliff well, Kingsbury. That, that is uh, indisputable. However, yeah. there's a talent edge 
for Arizona over New England. So the question is, which one wins out, right? Right. Um, I'm not going to say stuff like it's a must win for the Cardinals and Cliff and his job oh. and all that because, like, who cares? Like, they, yeah, they need to win. They're four and eight for God's sake. Kingsbury's been in the hot seat for three years now. Like, whatever. <laughs> I'm taking the Cardinals at home. Uh, I think they're getting on the opposite end of uh, of the Chargers. They're getting healthier. You know, they're getting Hollywood Brown back. Would love to see Rondale Moore in here, but if he can't go and Greg Dortch can, I know they're both kind of banged up. Either one of them would be a huge win for this team to have a slot presence that's really consistent. Uh, and and I think that would be a big help. Okay. Uh, James Conner had a couple of stringing together some good games here recently. So I'm going to go with the Cardinals at home. Uh, this Pats team really disappointed me last week, and I felt dumb for picking them. So I'm, I'm off. I'm back I'm off. off. That's fair. Uh, how many points? I'm going to go with uh, 45 on this one. Oh, my gosh. I have 44. Really? Yeah. I thought a 24-21 game. 24-20 coming up. <laughs> okay all right man wow there you yeah. have it there it is there it is well we got our picks in got a tiebreaker in but we gotta figure out like a tie tiebreaker because of last week but anyway i digress uh but you know True. what time it is it is time for some elf trivia trivia all right well- Oh, I'm going to see what I can remember about this movie. I did. I mean, I think I watched it last year. I think we started watching it with our well, kids. You it's, been, you know, it's been a year. It's been, it's been a year. It's funny. So my kids have seen it once or twice, um, but we were one of their little friends was over yesterday and uh, like, oh, have you seen Elf? And she hadn't. It's like, what? You haven't seen Elf? Like, how dare you? Uh, they got pretty upset about it. Uh, okay. So I have like seven questions just because I was just, it's in my brain. I was like, oh yeah, I just got rattling them off. Um so I'll, I'll give you all seven, but you can take your best five. So it's basically like you're playing Texas Hold'em. Okay. Wow. Okay. All right. I'll let you do it. Just because I, I like this. I like giving out questions. I like. Them. Okay. Okay. All right. How does Buddy get his name? Uh, it was on his diapers. <laughs> he was on his diaper. Yes, he was in the orphanage. He crawls into Santa's bag when he gets to the workshop. It just says Buddy's diapers. So Buddy's diapers. Yeah. Buddy's diapers. Perfect. Look at that. Great start. One for one. One for one. All right. What is the insult that Buddy calls himself when he considers himself the worst toy maker in the world? So I don't remember if he called himself this, but I know the big insult is a cotton-headed ninny muggin. That is correct, and he does call it himself. He goes, it's, it's for himself? It's, yes. I'm a cotton-headed ninny muggins. I was like, what? Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everyone <laughs> is appalled by that language. Yeah. Whoa. Okay, good. Whoa. Yeah. Two for two. I've seen some Christmas sweaters that have that on there, and I'm like oh, really God. tempted to get one. Yes. Good. Well, you can get it for me. I can have two, two sweaters. That's true. You do need a new one. All right. So since he's not a great toy maker, he's way behind everyone else's quota. He puts he is put in the toy testing department. What toy is he testing? Oh, this is this is a funny part because he's kind of like sad. He's also absolutely hates this toy and it's, it freaks him out every time it happens. It's the Jack in the Box. Always twisting and it just like oh god. But then there's that one like the one at the end it doesn't do it and he's like keeps going and then goes real fast. Like dad, he slams it down anyway. So yes. The Jack in the Box. Look at that, man. You're three box. for three. You're crushing this. Okay. Not bad. And here's an easy one. Uh, who tells Buddy that he hopes he finds his dad? Buddy, hope you find your dad. 
another Bye, phrase. Daddy. I hope you find your dad. Bye, Daddy. Hope you find your dad. Is it the snowman? Oh, it is not the snowman. It's thanks, Mr. Narwhal. It's a little narwhal. narwhal. That's who it is. Okay. Yeah, but the snowman was there. He was there. Okay. All right. Uh what? Okay, this is kind of a hard one-ish. What is the code of the elves? Is this the turn? We're gonna call this the turn. What does that mean? Okay, the well in Texas Hold'em. Oh, <laughs> this is the turn. Flop. No. Um, the code of the elves. Yes. What is the code um, of the elves? Is it um I'm trying to think of like the maybe this is just a first rule or something, but make every day feel like Christmas or seem like Christmas or something. I'll give you that. It is treat every day like Christmas. Treat every day like Christmas. Yes. Well done. Good job. All right. Good enough. Uh what are you? Four for five. Four for five. Now we get All the right. flop. Now comes the <laughs> Or is it the All opposite? Right. I forget. I think the flop is I don't remember which is which. Oh, well, we know what the last one is, the river. So we're almost we know the river's last one. Uh where is Walter Hobbs' office located? Um well, he's in Manhattan. I need more. I think space. it's the Empire State Building, isn't it? It is the Empire State Building. Boom. Been to the top of that thing. Yeah, Pretty sweet. Right. Pretty sweet right. up there. Now comes the river. All ready? right, for the river. For the river. Name two places that Buddy takes Jovi on their first date. The whole montage. Yeah. So I feel like there's the Rockefeller Center uh, to see the tree, and I feel like there's yeah. ice skating. Uh, you know what? And I'll give you both of those as, as two separate ones. See if you can keep going, though. Because, it, yes, um, it was kind of like a combo. They were looking at Christmas trees at just like in like storefronts. And then she says, yeah. oh, you want to see something? So she brings them to Rockefeller Center. And, yes, then they go ice skating. So I'll, I'll let you have that as two. But see if you can but keep going. where was he taking her initially? Yeah. So give me two more. Mm. Come on. The first one's the best. At some point, he's like jumping. You- well, yeah, they're jumping just down the street. But uh, so the first one, I'll give you a hint. He blindfolds her and has her taste something. So she tastes it and she goes, Do you know what that is? Like, tastes like a crappy cup of coffee. No. Yeah. Oh, the best the world, cup of coffee. Best in the world. cup of coffee. <laughs> coffee. That's right. <laughs> no, that's the world's best cup of coffee. Uh, and then another one I would have accepted is brings them back to to stores to do the revolving doors it just keeps going around and around. just running around in circles yeah yes that's true <laughs> no. the world's best cup, of best cup of coffee all right man so you got out of seven you got six so that means you got a perfect five for five with your best hands put together so royal flush let's go <laughs> royal let's flush. Go. there it is crushing some there it is hey and that was just off the old noggin see i like with the more of that trivia as opposed to like us deep diving it's like you know what? Just stuff that we know from seeing these movies over the years. So it's good. True. Yeah. That's pretty good. I thought I was going to get a Gimbal's uh, or uh, you smell like beef and cheese. Is I, you know, I, I figured that'd be way too easy. Like, <laughs> what does so Santa what, smell what like? What does Santa smell like? Or what does he sit on? A throne of lies. Throne of uh, lies. <laughs> so yes. Fantastic. It's a great movie. It's a great movie. A young Zoe Deschanel is Joe. Fantastic. That is actually her singing and all that. So yeah, pretty good. Yep. Yep. We were talking about New Girl before the show. <laughs> I was watching, watching a montage of the <laughs> D-Bag Girl. <laughs> All right, let's get an update on the Run Your Pool Fantasy League that we have been doing. Season long, reminder, you can only use these players one time throughout the entire season. Um, yeah. I used a three-point hammer on Monday Night Football from the Buccaneers defense. 
They got me three. I was down two points going into Monday night, and I was like, I feel pretty good about this. They got me three points. I almost <laughs> lost points. anyway. <laughs> well, I think one thirteen to one twelve is a barn burner. Yeah. Well, one of my best picks was the Cowboys defense, so I was happy they did something. My gosh, uh, Mahomes awesome. again. Yeah. I mean, Burrow carries you. He was big, and Garrett, Burrow and Garrett Wilson were huge for you. Um, yep. You know, I still had Patrick Mahomes. He was fine, but it wasn't like a huge Patrick Mahomes game. Uh, yeah, Christian McCaffrey and Keenan Allen were my big guys, but a couple disappointments. Yeah. But you know, it's the name of the game. Name yep. of the game. That is the name of the game. Uh, I meant to look and see how my kicker did because I'm, I'm pretty certain my kicker had another big week. You and your game against the Vikings, it was the Jets kicker, it was Greg Zerline. I think he had like double digit points again. I'm pretty you know certain. What? Let's see, he had for you 16 points. So dumb. Yep, that's so- the second week in a row I've gotten 16 from a kicker. So stupid. Second week in a row. I told you. Take your kickers against the Vikings. Yeah. Hey, but what I don't understand is, so I had Donovan Peoples-Jones. They didn't count his punt return touchdown, which I'm a little upset about. Oh, really? Oh, that's actually, that's a big deal. Yeah. I'll give you six for that. Because it says 7.4 points, three catches on 44 yards, which is 7.4 points. But he had a punt return for a touchdown. That's like 13 points right there. So you lost six. I'll take well, asterisk. Well, asterisk can give you six at the end if you're if you're down by more than six. Fair. I'll take that. <laughs> we'll make a loss a closer loss. <laughs> if we're I'll there. Okay. It. So I am up by 118 on the season. Uh, Things are starting to dwindle down. 112. I thought it said 118.84. Uh, subtract six, please. Oh, 112.84. <laughs> we'll see. As of right now, 112. Fine. Yes. Um, I, I felt I felt really good about that though because last week I was not bringing heavy heat, and for me to to get a draw or to lose by ten or less, I think would be a, a win for me at this point. It was I'm kind of out of studs for the most part, but yeah. I got a few up my sleeve here for this week. Okay, well for me, I put up some studs last week, and two of the studs did great. Anyway, uh, I'm going with Justin Herbert. Justin Herbert, nice. All right, so I've got Derek Carr going in this week. Uh, you hate Let's him. Let's go with them Raiders. You hate him, but he's been playing well, man. He has been uh, playing well, and uh, I think they win anyway. My so. running back guy I should have picked up that I didn't was Cam Akers. I'm also rolling out Cam Akers this uh, week, and I did pick him up in our fantasy league. I'm I saw that. that he does something. <laughs> I was like, damn it. I actually would have taken him. I don't know why you didn't do it. You had the number one priority. You could have gotten him or James Cook, and you didn't get either one of them. I didn't get either one. Um, uh, I am then riding with Panchero himself. Pacheco! Panchero, your boy. Yep. I got Zeke going against the oh. Texans. I think he's good for two touchdowns, man. He Go ahead and is. take it to the bank. He probably is. Uh, Nesson going with DJ Moore, wide receiver one. Risky play there. I mean, it's <laughs> DJ Moore, so you know he's good, but... He's been streaky, man. Yep. Um, I'm going with Tyler Lockett. He's been good. Pairing up with Gino. They don't have a running game this week. I think it's going to be a big Lockett and Metcalf week. True. Uh, going has been back. La- he welcomed back last week. Got to get him in before he gets hurt again. Jamar Chase. <laughs> <laughs> he better not get hurt again. Uh, all right. I got Jerry Judy going for Denver. This is a kind of a random one for me, but I think Sutton's going to sit. Sutton, yeah. Judy's healthy now. He's back. He's got to be their only guy. And they're, I mean, they're going to get obliterated by the Chiefs, but you can throw on the Chiefs. True. Uh, for my tight end, going with one rook on the Bucks, Cade Otten. I like Cade Otten a lot. Um, they, they seemingly only play him when Brait is injured, which I think is stupid because Brait is clearly done. 
But um, I would get Otten involved, man. I, I really would. Oh, does uh, my tight end this week. I think this is gonna. This is where I'm gonna blow it out. T.J. Hawkinson revenge game against the Lions. Hawkinson's gonna go off for the Vikings. They're probably just gonna. Oh, you really? Me. You're gonna get rid of me in the middle of the season? Really? Okay. <laughs> Second rounder. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. I mean, I, was I don't think he's upset about it. As he said, it's finally nice to be on a winning record. So I don't think he's mad. True. Uh, for my kicker, going with Dicker the kicker, Cameron Dicker. Dicker the kicker. Well, I'm sticking with kickers against Minnesota. I'm going with Badgley for the Lions. Give me 16. Let's go, baby. Let's <laughs> go. Uh, for my flex, since Rondell Moore was out, I was going to play him, but going with Greg Dorch instead. Greg Dorch? Well, we don't know if Rondell Moore's out. Going with Greg. Fine. Do you agree? <laughs> if Rondell Moore plays, Greg Dorch will get his zero. I'm just well, I know. You. So are you going to give me the contingency? Are you going to be that? No. No. Because I would have no. done Rondell Moore too. I was thinking about him in my flex, but I was like, I don't know if he's going to play or not. That's why I went Greg Dorch. Okay. Go Greg Dorch. All right. I'm going with DJ Chark of the Lions. <laughs> he's had a couple of decent weeks. Um, yeah. I don't love this at all, but it'd be a shootout. That'd be good. Uh, then for my defense, going with the Chiefs. I am. I uh, wish I had the Chiefs. I don't. I'm going with the Raiders. Thursday night football, taking on the Rams. You'll find out tonight if you're going to get that three point hammer or not. I'm going to get the three point. What's it called when you get it Thursday night? I forget. There's a term for it. I think whenever you go up early and you get early players, I forget what it's called. I don't know what it's called. If only we knew something about fantasy football. <laughs> anyway, so I'm going with Justin Herbert, Cam Akers, Isaiah Pacheco, Jamar Chase, DJ Moore, K. Dotton, Cameron Dicker, Greg Dorch, and the Chiefs defense. I got Derek Carr, Zeke Elliott, Cam Akers, Tyler Lockett, Jerry Judy, TJ Hawkinson, DJ Chark, Michael Badgley, and the Raiders defense. Let's go. I was like, I feel pretty Chark. good about my lineup this week, actually, considering what's left for me. I was gonna say, like at this point. When you're when you're picking out the what's left, yikes! It's I still thin. got Zeke and Lockett. I mean, I feel good about that. Hawkinson still, I saved him. I mean, that's good. I feel good about that. Good man. I'm 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 proud of you. I'm happy for you. You should be proud of me. That's what I'm. That's what I was going for. I was going for I, the pat on the back. I know. So and you got it. You got it. Uh, all right. All right. So we need now, to do a bet. We do need to do our do a bet. So we were talking off do air. It. We were trying to run out. We couldn't do punters. Not fantasy relevant. So we decided to go. Not with the Battle of New York, but the Battle for Ohio. O-H-I-O. We are going to draft some Browns, some Bengals, Wheel of Names. I should have had it ready, but I don't. Here we go. Let's find No it. guarantee that we're drafting any Browns, just FYI. I know, right? <laughs> so going to be four Bengals coming out of here. It's all Bengals. I might just take the Browns <laughs> kicker. Uh, just saying. Uh, we're also not drafting the Battle for Texas. You failed to mention that. I did fail to mention that. You're right. I apologize. Do you want to do that one instead? Or the battle for uh, – well, it's not the battle for California anymore. <laughs> the Raiders true. and the Rams have both moved right. so many times. I don't even know where they're at. Kemper in the red, Ethan in the blue, Wheel of Names. Who are Let's you? Let's go. That is solidly blue for Ethan blue. with the first pick. This is garbage. Give me Joey Burr. Yeah. All right. Well, I'm taking Jamar. You know that. Damn it. <laughs> Love Damn me it. Jamar. Second pick. Boy, we could do what we did last time, and I could take another receiver, and you could take Deshaun. I'm nervous about Deshaun, man. I really am not sure I that. I would not. He does make me nervous. He does. Um, I think I got to go with it, though. I guess I'll take Deshaun Watson, Jamar Chase. All right. Then 
Ooh, do I go T. Higgins? Do I go Nick Chubb? Donovan People Jones? Tough choices. Could be anybody. Evan McPherson? Anthony Schwartz? Is he still on the Browns? Is he a Brown? Maybe. David Bell? Jim Brown? Jim Brown? Boomer Esiason? Icky Woods? <laughs> Corey Dillon? You know what? I don't want to take any Browns. So I'm going to go T. Higgins. I'm going to go T. <laughs> probably the smart play. And, uh, <laughs> I don't blame you at all. I would probably have done the same thing. I think Chubb is the other one you, you do look at, though. I That's mean, the only was, other guy I was thinking about. He's, he's, he's good for down. a touchdown every game. He's been down lately. See, him and Saquon, after they were leading the league, they've both been uh, quiet as the past three, four weeks. Uh, because Jamal yeah. Williams has been roaring to the top. Roaring. Roaring. Uh, so I think Joe Burrow and T. Higgins are going to have more fantasy points than Deshaun Watson and Jamar Chase. Do it. Do it. Do it. I'd say Jamar Chase and Deshaun Watson have more fantasy points than Joe Burrow and T. Higgins. Do it. Do it. Do, do it. it. Okay. There it is. Battle for Ohio. Only one Brown. Sounds fair. Sounds fair. All it's right. So we did our do it bet. going to be exciting to see who was that one. We have to see who's winning the uh, season long of the weekly do it bets. I don't. I've lost track. I feel like it was going back and forth. You went on a streak. I went on a streak. No idea. Yeah. We'll have to go through I, the archives. I honestly have not been keeping track. <laughs> I've honestly not been keeping track. Uh, but yeah, I've got our picks and pick them. We got our big game tonight. Kemper's wearing his not Raiders jersey, his St. Louis Rams jersey. So yes. Uh, so yeah, man, excited for week 14. See what's going to happen. Maybe I, my fantasy team can rebound. Yours is on a hot streak. So until next time, keep on folding. Fold it. <laughs>